ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله focus on the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he mentioned in the Quran inna a'tainaka al-kawthar fasalli li rabbika wanhar inna shani'aka huwa al-abtar in this small chapter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions at the beginning that indeed we gave you al-kawthar that indeed we gave you o muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-kawthar so the question is what is al-kawthar that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was given one of the meanings of al-kawthar is of course the river in paradise al-kawthar the river in paradise by that name but there is also another meaning to al-kawthar when allah says that indeed we gave you o muhammad al-kawthar it is not just referring to the river in paradise only it is also in reference to goodness inna a'tainaka al-kawthar yani al-khair al-kathir that we have given you a lot of goodness goodness and blessings all types of the ni'am then they come under the meaning of al-kawthar in this ayah al-khair the meaning of al-kawthar so indeed we gave you al-kawthar 
meaning we gave you a great deal of goodness, a great deal of blessings. And we know that the blessings of Allah are tremendous and the goodness that Allah has given us all is tremendous. And there are signs that a person has achieved this goodness. There are signs within a person, characteristics within a person indicating that he has achieved some goodness from those types of characteristics are for example that when a person commits a sin then he instantly repents from that sin this is a sign of goodness for a believer that even if he makes a mistake or a sin, he recognizes that and realizes that and repents to Allah immediately, asking Allah for forgiveness immediately. That is goodness for the believer to repent. But as for a person who sins and continues upon his sinning, then that is the type of person who has missed the goodness thereafter. Similarly, after that characteristic, إِذَا There are others too. From the others, إِذَا أُعْطِيَ shakara. When a person is given goodness, when a person is blessed with something, that he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shows gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that goodness that he has received, for those blessings that he has been bestowed with. And similarly, إِذَا Another one of the signs of goodness in a person is that if he is tested and tried, the tests and the trials, the fitan, the masaib, they come upon a person that he shows patience at the times of that difficulty. For indeed Allah mentioned, فَإِنَّمَا الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا إِنَّمَا الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا that indeed with difficulty comes ease. With difficulty comes ease. For those who keep their trust in Allah, for those who put their dependence in Allah, reliance in Allah alone, and they seek the ease to come to them, then indeed after difficulty comes ease. Similarly, Allah mentioned, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعِلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا That whomsoever fears Allah, then Allah will make him an exit and a way out. So these are all signs of goodness for a servant. And here Allah tells the Prophet Muhammad wasallam that indeed we have given you al-kawthar that we have given you, yes, the river in paradise, 
But on top of that, we have given you a tremendous amount of goodness, a great deal of goodness. Then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to pray to him alone and to slaughter and sacrifice for Allah alone. This is referring to primarily, firstly, Eid al-Adha, because on that day, the Muslims, they pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, purely and sincerely. And then after that prayer, they go and they sacrifice, and they slaughter the animals purely for the sake of Allah. So in this ayah, when Allah tells the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, pray to Allah, فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ Pray sincerely and purely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and slaughter, sacrifice purely and sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that is because every aspect of our worship, every ibadah that we do, it must be done sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah told us in the Quran, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ That they were not commanded except to worship Allah upon this religion in sincerity, upon Tawheed Hunafa, purely and sincerely for him. The Prophet similarly mentioned, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ that indeed, indeed, all of your actions will be judged upon your intentions. So the one who does his worship purely and sincerely for the sake of Allah, then that is what is required. But as for the one who does his worship for others besides Allah, then that individual has failed in his ibadah, failed in his worship to Allah due to his insincerity. One of the greatest fears the Prophet ﷺ had upon this ummah the Prophet said, he told them, the showing off that minor form of shirk, that you do your deeds, not for the sake of Allah, but that you are doing them for the sake of the people, you are doing them for the sake of worldly gain, and that is a form of shirk. We know the narration about the three men who will be thrown into the hellfire from the first of the people on that day, thrown into the hellfire. 
a man who fought in the path of Allah and on the day of judgment he says I was martyred in your cause and he was but Allah will say to him you lied you only went and fought to show off so people would say look how brave you are look how courageous you are إِنَّمَا قَاتَلْتَ لِيُقَالْ جَرِيءٍ You only fought so that people would say you're brave and that's what they said. So then he is thrown into the hellfire. Another one, he says that I taught the people the Qur'an. And he did, but it will be said you have lied. You only used to recite the Qur'an and teach the people so that they would say what a beautiful reciter you are that you are a beautiful reciter that's what you wanted so then he is thrown into the hellfire no ikhlas the third person he gave in charity he gave in charity in all of the different pathways but again it will be said to him, Kathabt, you only gave in charity liyuqal jawad. So people would say, look how generous you are. So these people were doing what looked like acts of worship. But they were not doing them sincerely for Allah. And so they are thrown into the fire. So here Allah tells the Prophet that pray to Allah alone, sincerely for the sake of Allah, and slaughter and sacrifice for Allah alone, not slaughtering and sacrificing for the dead, not slaughtering and sacrificing for the awliya, as they claim, for the maulana, as they claim, as they say in their language, not to be slaughtering and sacrificing for others besides Allah. Slaughtering and sacrificing the animal in the name of Allah Purely and sincerely for the sake of Allah As an act of worship So that is what Allah tells us in the beginning of this very small chapter Tells us that he has given the Prophet ﷺ The Kawthar, the river in paradise And a lot of goodness and blessings And then tells the Prophet ﷺ to be upon sincerity in worship, to be upon ikhlas in all of the ibadah, the prayer, the sacrificing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen, nabiyyina Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. So this message that Allah has informed us of, the message and the command to make all of our worship purely and sincerely for Him, that is the very principle, the asas of all of this religion, the tawheed, the tawheed that we build all of our worship upon. Just as Allah told us in the Qur'an, وَاعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا شَيْئًا نَكِرًا فِي سِيَاطٍ نَفِي تَعُمْ 
When Allah told us, worship him alone and do not associate any partners with him, any partners, anything besides Allah, no matter what it is, the mushrikun fi ahd nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the mushrikun at the time of the Prophet they used to worship all different things, trees and stones and statues and dead and angels, malaika, everything. But all of them were mushrikun. It is not only mushrikun to worship the statues and idols, even the graves and the prophets and the angels, everything. All of that which is worshipped besides Allah, then it is considered shirk. Then at the end of this ayah or this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Inna shani'aka huwa al-abtar. That indeed, shani'aka, yani mubghiduka, the one who hates you, the one who hates anything of this sharia, the one who hates this religion or any part of it has an enmity towards you, towards your revelation that you've been given, this guidance, this religion, this Quran, this Sunnah, then those people are going to be cut off. They will be cut off. They will be the ones who have no aid and no assistance. They will be the ones who are isolated. Because the mushrikun, they used to say to the Prophet ﷺ, you are the one who is cut off. So then Allah revealed the ayah that the ones who hate the Prophet ﷺ, the ones who hate this revelation, they are the ones who are cut off. They are the ones who will have the punishment. They are the ones who will despair. Not the Prophet ﷺ and the believers. So if you examine and you analyze and you ponder over this small chapter of the Qur'an, this small three ayat of the Qur'an, and it tells you about the blessings of Allah upon us, tells you about the need for tawheed and ikhlas in our worship, tells you of the end result of those who do not have this ikhlas, who do not have this obedience to Allah, who are not upon His worship, that they will be cut off. They will be the ones who are cut off. Allah will cut them off. Those who have a hatred to the religion of Islam, they have a hatred towards the Prophet Muhammad they have a hatred to practicing this religion, then that is certainly a very dangerous situation for a Muslim to be in. The Muslim, the mu'min, the believer, loves the revelation, loves the Qur'an, loves the sunnah, loves to practice it, wants to be from those who are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to be from those who are hated and cut off, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who love this revelation, this religion, this Quran, this sunnah, and we practice it and implement it. 
and to save us from being in a state whereby we have any form of hatred towards the messenger or this religion. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Aqimis salah.